This is Rumble Radio, and coming up a week on Saturday is something new going on at the Clark Foley Centre in Ilkley. It's the Ilkley Life and Grief Festival, and we can find out more about it now uh, from one of the organisers, a familiar voice here on Rumble Radio. It's Mark Gregory. Morning to you, Mark. Good morning, Stuart. How are you doing? I'm all right. So tell us about the Ilkley Life and Grief Festival. What is it, and why are you doing it? So the Ilkley Life and Grief Festival is designed to basically allow local people to come and have frank and open and honest conversations about any issues relating to the end of life, uh, to grief and death. And we're trying to create an environment that's really relaxed, there's no pressure, quite chilled environment, and enable people to come. And if they've got any questions about anything, whether it's um, how to deal with someone passing away, whether it's what to do once someone's passed away, whether it's dealing with the care of someone elderly and their family, um, we've got businesses and suppliers who basically cover all of those bases and and they're going to be there and available to people to come and just have a chat with. We've also got different workshops and talks going on throughout the day as well from various different local businesses. Uh, We've got a local funeral director talking about funeral choices and what's important to you and and how you should sort of start making those preparations sooner rather than later so that it actually helps people when someone passes away uh, it's it's better to have as much planned as possible so that the people who are struggling with with the death of that person have as, as little on their shoulders as possible uh, we've got uh, a lovely um, couple who are part of a company called make it wild they basically plant trees uh, in soil that is mixed with ashes of people who've passed away uh, and they're they're giving a talk about how time and nature helps us and why it's so important to sort of give back to nature once we've once we've passed away We've got a talk about wealth management, whether you'd like to give your money to the taxman or to your kids when you pass away. I think everyone's answer is probably the same, but it's more about how we do that. We've got another sort of new business as well, talking about the practicalities of of things. That's sort of all the things like the paperwork that you have to get in order once someone passes away and then things like that. And I'll be giving a talk as well about how I like to use weddings as inspiration for funerals. Um, So there's all sorts of things going on. And and aside from all those talks, we've got obviously, you know, lots of other suppliers on top of that who are going to be just, you know, dotted around the room for people to come and, and just have honest chats with and get any information and ask, ask any questions they want and as people might know you're, you're a celebrant yourself so you do conduct funeral services and i know from talking to you previously that things don't have to be traditional sometimes people think with a funeral when they're organizing it all has to be kind of fairly formulaic and like most funerals but actually you've proved that that isn't always the case yeah there's actually been studies um based on how a comforting or a meaningful or a memorable funeral can actually aid with your grief process further down the line i've done talks to different um groups like u3a or rotary or wi and things like that about this sort of topic and about how in a funeral you should be sort of trying to reflect that person's character as much as possible in order that as many people can go away with something like a connection to that person and obviously you know everyone at a funeral usually has a connection for a person but if you can make something on that day memorable as well then that actually helps because you then carry that moment and you carry that memory of that person with you. And I actually had a a, a person come up to me after I'd done a talk like this and they said, oh, about 10 years ago, I was at a funeral and, and and they did this really, really cool thing. They played the highlight clip of the cup final that that person went to in the 70s as part of the eulogy. And I've always remembered that. And every time I think back, I remember that. And I remember that person because of that thing. And then I asked her, well, how many funerals have you been to since then? 
And she said, oh, I don't know, maybe one a year, so about, about 10, 11, 12. And I said, oh, how many of those funerals do you remember? And how many, pe how many of those people do you remember really clearly in that, in that same way? And she sort of looked at me, she was like, oh yeah, that's a really good point. A lot of the funerals were very traditional. They were very, very much the same as the other funerals that she'd been to before. And that's what I'm trying to, and, and a lot of people who will be there as well uh, at the Oakley Life and Grief Festival, that's what we're trying to, to avoid is to try and avoid having these events be all the same with the same traditions with the same structure because every person is unique and every person has a unique story you know host the farmer's funeral on, on his farm and, and get him transported with the tractor or or you know host the the actor's funeral in a theater and have a play or, or turn, turn the whole thing into a play or a musical performance or whatever like use those things that they loved and use those things that they that they spent their time doing and really really inject that into into the funeral ceremony because a, a funeral ceremony should be as much of a reflection of the person who's passed away as possible in my opinion and and in terms of people who might come along to this event happening uh, next saturday in ilkley uh, it's not just older people i suppose but you know anybody because it's never too early to start thinking about this we don't know when we might die unfortunately that's that's the, the the sad thing about death isn't it it's one of those things that we all know is going to happen and i think in this country especially we're, we're not very comfortable talking about it and that's another one of the things that a lot of the suppliers who will be there and myself included want to try and change is to sort of open up because it's all it's, it's going to happen like we are all going to, to die at some point this is for anyone who wants to get some aspect of the end of their life in order. So there'll be people there who work on wills and estate planning, but also there are other conversations to be had about what you might like your farewell to be, how you might like your body to be treated afterwards, whether you want to donate it or whether you want it to be cremated or, or buried. You know, those are all decisions that are quite easy usually for people to make a decision about but if you leave that until it's too late you'll get to a point where your family are basically having to make those decisions for you not knowing what your preference was it's not like a depressing occasion it's not a sad occasion for us to go to this life and grief festival a lot of people think oh it's about death i'm not going to go because it's too upsetting i want people to look at it in a different way and think i'm taking control of this part of my life and i'm basically making proactive positive decisions about how I want things to go and as well obviously it's for people who are grieving as well you know it's it's for people who are struggling with with, with maybe maybe a family member's passed away recently and, and they're struggling to come to terms with it you know all of the conversations we're going to be having are going to be positive conversations about how we can deal with death in the best way possible um, because death is sad yes but it doesn't have to be universally negative and universally sad. We can take good things out of it. And especially if we, if we take things into our own hands and we're proactive about it and we're, we're positive about it uh, before it happens, then it can really make a big difference to those we leave behind. So that's my, my sort of key message is don't think of this as something that you only need to go to if you're facing it or it's something that's really, really sad that you, you kind of want to avoid because it's, it's not something you want to talk about right now. Think of it in a different way. Think of it in a positive way and say, right, no, actually, this is me taking control of this part of my life. Let's do something about it. Let's have these conversations, get myself educated, see what the options are, and then I can have 
you know, when the time does come, I can have a bit more, a bit more of an idea as to what I want. Absolutely. So it's a festival focused on uh, end of life, death, grief, uh, as Mark said, talks and workshops, and lots of uh, local providers and businesses there on the day as well. The Ilkley Life and Grief Festival happening next Saturday, the thirteenth of January, between ten and three at the Clark Foley Centre in Ilkley. Thanks for talking to us, Mark. Thank you very much.